This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. When should you call turkeys versus not call turkeys? This is an often asked and misunderstood question that today I'm going to tackle and give you a framework to help you be more confident in the woods. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. Today, I want to talk about the question, when should you call versus not call? Now, in general, people feel the urge to call and usually call way more than they should. Just constant, endless calling, it seems. And it is really not the most effective way by any means to go about it. However, you've got some people in the other ditch that don't call at all. In fact, they'll go out and they'll sit all morning and never make a turkey call. So what do you do? What's the best way to, to, to approach this? And in what situations should you call or should you not call? Well, obviously, I cannot uh, attempt to address every possible situation. There's no way I could even know of every possible situation because tomorrow a new situation could happen. But there are some that are frequent and recurring and some guidelines that can help you understand what's going on and what to do about it. Now, first things first, if you're turkey hunting, almost in every case, you are going to call. You are going to make turkey calls. Only in the most rarest occasions where you've got a turkey patterned and you're going to hunt it like a deer and ambush hunt that turkey, will you not call? All right, so, and, but that is very rare and that is certainly not a beginner tactic by any means. In almost any regular turkey hunt, you are going to call at least some. All right, the turkeys are not going to come to you or towards you and get into your vicinity if you don't call. Now, 
that doesn't mean you need to keep calling and call and call and call. I, I think most people, they get into this, well, they get bored or they get tired or, or they get excited and they just think more calling is going to boost their odds. And often that's not the case. I think that people should call sparingly. Um, you know, often start calling, do a few calls right at first light at legal shooting hours, and then really just spend a lot less time calling and a lot more time being still. Now, um, you know, there's a lot to this question. When do you call? When do you not call? So the times that you do call, one, you're trying to let other turkeys know you're there. There may be turkeys nearby. You need to let them know that you're here so then it becomes possible in the framework of the hunt for them to want to come over to see you and to come towards you. So you got to call at least once in any given encounter to let that turkey know that you're there. Now, sometimes that turkey is then just going to come in and it's going to be done. Oftentimes, it doesn't work that, that simple. But, what you, you just you have to have this thing in your brain. You if I don't call, they're not going to come. Now, that doesn't mean you have to call much. That doesn't mean you even have to call multiple times. So you've got to do something, though. You've got to make a turkey noise to let the turkeys know that you're there. So a lot of people, they'll go in and, and they'll give you this advice. Well, you just call one time, take your nap. That bird will come in within 30 yards, gobble to wake you up. And then you shoot it and go home. Works every time. I cannot, I cannot tell you how many times I have heard that ridiculous story. And uh, that's just complete and total nonsense. That, that, that does not work every time. Nothing works every time. In fact, as soon as somebody tells you something works every time, you just know that they're a liar. All right? Because it's turkey hunting. Nothing works every time. In fact, it's in hunting period, nothing works every time. These are wild animals. They're unpredictable. Nothing works every time and nothing that stupid works every time. You've got to be alert. You've got to be still. If you're sitting there snoring, you're going to bust a turkey out of there as soon as they get close enough to hear you and they can hear better than you think they can. But there is a truth to going in, calling once or once an hour, and then that's it. Just wait. That is not a bad way to hunt. If you know there's turkeys in the area, you've got a limited area that you can cover. You put yourself in the most advantageous spot. You make sure that your, your, your cover's good. You make sure that you're all set up. And then you call very rarely and you just wait. And the turkeys may gobble. They may not gobble. They might let you know they're coming in. They may not. They may be with hens, and then once they're finished breeding those hens, they're bored, and they're looking, and they're, they remember they heard that call over there, so then they come back to see later, are you there? This is not a bad way to hunt, provided all those other circumstances and criteria are met. Now, most of the time, you're going to call more than that. I'm going to call more than that. Um... But when I call and how much I call depend on what the turkeys are doing. All right. I have, I've put myself in situations before where I started calling. Gobbler responds. I call. He calls. I call. He calls. And, 
and got that bird so fired up that he just started strutting in circles and would not come in, would not get any closer. And sitting there going, hmm, I think I missed it here. And I would just keep calling because I thought, well, if I'm calling and he's gobbling, that's the right thing to do. There are times maybe where that that could be good. But what I did basically was I got the bird so fired up, he thinks I'm so fired up, so he's just going to start shrutting and wait for me to come out to him. And I have injured myself in that situation or scenario and was just not able to get that bird. Couldn't get him to come in. Nothing I could do. Eventually, he just faded away after a couple hours. Um, But on the other hand, there have been times where, you know, if you didn't call like crazy, you didn't have a chance. So here are a few scenarios um, to help you better understand what's going on. But first and foremost, you need to remember, what is a gobbler doing? He's looking for hens. It's the breeding season. He wants to breed. There's no such thing as a call-shy turkey. It doesn't exist. Turkeys are making turkey calls, hearing turkey calls, and responding to turkey calls all day, every day, non-stop. There are no call-shy turkeys. There are turkeys that are hunter-shy and hunting pressure-shy. And they've been hunted, they've been spooked, and anything to them that resembles a person, they're going to be extra cautious. But when it comes to turkey calls, there is there are no call-shy turkeys. So you got to put that out of your mind. Turkeys make all kinds of noises. Some sound like turkeys, some don't. I've heard tur- I've heard turkeys, or they, they sounded so bad, I thought, wow, there is a terrible hunter over there making horrible attempts at turkey calls. And only to see the turkeys walk out. I'm like, oh my goodness, really? Those were real animals, not just bad hunters? So you can put too much stock in calling and think you're not good enough at calling. And so you never call. When the fact of the matter is, turkeys aren't always good at calling. So you got to get rid of that. Get that out of your mind. So here are some scenarios. You get in. It's dark. Turkey's on the tree. You start getting closer to, to shooting light. I'll do a little bit of tree calling, just some soft purrs, maybe a soft yelp or two, a a couple real soft clucks, just to let that bird know that I'm there. Often he'll gobble. He'll return, he'll get fired up, and then I will do nothing. (laughs) Literally, I'll just shut up and do nothing until it's legal shooting light. Because I don't want to get that bird too fired up that he flies down before I can shoot him and I've got him on top of me in the dark and then the hunt's over because he walks away because I wasn't able to take the shot. But as soon as legal shooting light hits, I'll usually then, you know, depending on how bright it is, if it's bright enough that it's feasible that a turkey has landed on the ground, I will then let out a couple of regular yelps and calls. I mean, just a string or two. And then I'm just going to sit there and wait and see what he does. If he stays on the tree and keeps gobbling, I'm just going to sit there and wait. Just going to sit there and wait. Just going to sit there and wait. He knows where I'm at. Where I'm at. He can come down whenever he wants to. I'm just going to sit and wait. Let his curiosity work him up. Now, once he flies down, I'll usually call again if I know he's on the ground. And then depending on what he does, I'm going to get my gun up and I'm just going to be tuned in because the bird knows where I am. 
where, where I, yeah, he knows where I am, and he's able to come in and find me. But if I keep calling, I could get him too excited, get him to just hit the ground and start strutting, because he's expecting me to come to him, and I'm not going to do that. So I want him to know I'm there. I want him to know I have some interest, but I don't want him to think that, you know, I just can't live without him and I'm going to come to his beck and call immediately. I want him to hit the ground and come to me. So I don't want to overcall in that scenario. Different scenario. There's a whole bunch of turkeys. You've got a gobbler, you've got hens, whether they just hit the ground or you, or you, you encounter them on the ground and you call and he gobbles and they call and he gobbles and he's going with them wherever they're going. Well, no situations, I will call with everything I have. I will rotate between my calls. I will call hard, fast, furious. I will try to shake the trees, all right? And and I'm trying here, one, to let that turkey know, hey, there's somebody over here you ought to come check out. More than one, and I'm even trying to get those hens this to, to say, hey, who's over there? I'm trying to pull the whole flock over if I can. And I am just going to call like crazy because he's not coming in anyway. He's swayed by them. He's going where they're going. So I'm going to try to call in the entire flock of turkeys and hit it as hard as I possibly can. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. He wasn't coming anyway. So I will do that. And sometimes you can pull the whole flock over. Sometimes you can pull one gobbler, but one's all you need. And so that is one time where, you know, I will call no matter what and just keep on calling. Another situation, a turkey starts coming in. Whether I've called much or little, he starts coming in, he gets hung up, and he starts walking away or going the other way. Well, in those situations, I will also amp up my calling. I will call more. I may switch calls. I may try to sound like multiple turkeys. I might really try to, 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 you know, just cut and yelp and cluck and, and just try to get him fired up. You might say, well, George, you're going to, he's not interested. You're going to spook him further. Well, he's already walking away. You've got nothing to lose. Some percentage of the time you will pique his interest and you'll strike him up and you'll get him to turn around. You know, that's just, sometimes it's going to happen. But if he's turned and starts walking away and you do nothing, 100% of the time, nothing's going to happen. So I'm going to sit there and I'm going to hunt that bird. I'm going to do whatever I can do because that's the real bird that's right there that I can see or hear. And I'm going to do whatever I can do. So I will call louder and furiously in that situation. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. 
Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Other times, um, I may be in open woods kind of situation, edge of a field, something like that, and, and there's a bird, and I may call to him, he gobbles. If I can see him, and he can see me, I will not call again. I will absolutely not call again. Because here's what happens. If there's a line of sight now, even if even if the bird's 100 yards, 200 yards away, if he could see where I am, if I can see him, and he hears a call coming from that open plain area, he's going to expect to see a hen. And worse than that, he's going to expect that hen to see him and come to him. So he'll start strutting in the middle of that field or in the middle of those woods because there's a clear line of sight. It's wide open. And I don't want that. So if that bird knows that I'm there, I'm just going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. As long as I can see him and he can see me, I'm going to do nothing. All right? I'm just going to be still. I might have my gun up. I might not. Depends on, you know, how how you got into that situation. But I am going to do nothing. Because as soon as he establishes that I should be able to see a turkey and he can't see it, he's going to be suspicious. And then as soon as he establishes that he should be able to see a turkey or the turkey should be able to see him, he's going to try to pull that turkey to him. He's going to strut. He's going to fan out. He's going to do all of that. And that's not what I want to happen. And if I move to start calling, he might see me move and then I'm busted. The jig is up. So I'm going to sit there and just wait for him to come in. Um, One of a couple things is going to happen usually. Either he's going to come in or he's going to go the other way. Or he's just going to sit in there and be stubborn. And there's different tactics for all of those situations. I can't cover all of that in this episode. But if you head to the website, newhuntersguide.com, you check out the categories, go to turkey hunting. I have done lots of episodes and covered a lot of these kind of scenarios and things. So check that out. But in that situation, I'm not going to call. Now, if he goes into or behind some brush or some cover or gets some terrain between me and him, if he goes into a valley or to a creek bed or behind some bushes or something, then I may do another call because now there's a visual obstruction. He can't see me. I can't see him. If he starts strutting, he knows nobody's going to see him. So now he's got to come in and come closer. But then as soon as I can see him again, as soon as he's there's a line of sight... I'm not going to call. And while he was out of line of sight, I'm going to get that gun up, right? I'm going to be ready. And if he's coming in my direction, I'm not going to call. I'm just going to be quiet. I'm going to be silent. I'm going to let him come in unless there's some visual something in between me and him. And I might do just some little clucks, some little putts, some some little purrs just to let him know I'm still in the area. I don't want to be too loud. Because I don't want to get him too fired up because then he might just stop and strut reflexively. And I don't want that to happen if he's covering ground, especially if he's moving towards me. A turkey that is coming to you, even if it's slow, if they're coming in, oftentimes I won't call anymore. If they're coming to me and they're steadily, even if it's very slowly, coming ground, I may give just a little putt, just a little just a little purr, just a little low volume cluck, maybe one or two yelps. If I mean, if we're talking about hours, 
just to let him know I'm still around, just to let him know I'm still interested. But if he's coming to me, all he can do then is come in, right? You may have heard the the salesman's line, you know, if you're trying to get somebody to sign a deal and the pen is in their hand, shut up, don't say anything. All they can do with the pen once it's in their hand is sign. Okay, that's all. The only reason the pen goes into the hand is to sign the deal. They don't pick up the pen if they don't want to sign the deal. So once they pick up the pen, you be quiet. You let them sign the deal, okay? Because they wouldn't have picked it up for any other reason, unless they're going to throw it at you. But at that point, there's nothing you could say that's going to save this anyway. So if, if the turkey's coming into you, just let him come in. Just shut up. All right, especially if there's any way that turkey can see you, you don't want to make a sound. If they can't see you or there's brush or cover or terrain, you know, maybe every few minutes or every 15 or 20 minutes, a sound is warranted if it's taking that long. But often it's not taking that long, guys. Um, It just feels like it is. Sometimes 10 minutes for a turkey to come in 150 yards feels like two hours. And you're like, man, I should just call. What am I doing? What's going on? Well, you really want to be careful because if the bird's coming in and you never know exactly where he might be and you call and then there's a line of sight. Now he's looking right at you or he starts strutting. You're not helping yourself. You just want to be quiet, get the gun, be ready. Let the turkey come to you. Unless something changes, unless he starts going another way, Just let the turkey come to you. That's the goal. That's the idea. That's what you're aiming for. You want the bird to come in. Another scenario. Say uh, you had an interaction with a turkey and he never came in, never got close enough, went the other way. Maybe you're trying to circle around and get in front of them. All right. You're, you're, You're going using terrain to your advantage, trying to get a couple hundred yards in front of them. And you do sit down, park it. Pull out a different call, not a call he's heard you use today. Pull out a different call and just give him a light to regular series of calling. Just a couple of yelps, a couple putts, maybe a a cluck or two, or just, just a string of four or five yelps sometimes. That's all you need. In fact, oftentimes anymore is just showing off. And then get ready. All right? Because what what can happen is that bird wasn't interested for whatever reason, where you were, what was going on. Maybe there's another boss gobbler in that area and he just didn't want to get the pudding beat out of him. So he was cautious not to come in because the last few times he did, he got beat up. But now he's left. He's going somewhere else. He's been covering ground. You got around in front of him. You're a different turkey. He's going to let the boss gobbler go and get that turkey that that he thought you were originally but now there's another bird out here and he may come in real stealthily he may not gobble he may or may not he but he may come in totally quiet and to, to try to sneak in and get that bird that's now in front of him it's a different bird it's further away safer area all those things and he's going to try to come in and pick you up so one call is often all you need just let him know you're there But at the end of the day, guys, you got to determine the temperature of the turkey and you got to keep some basic principles in mind. Number one, vision. If they can see you, if you can see them and they can see you, 
He's looking for a hen, and he's going to expect that hen to be looking for him. So if there's a clear line of sight and you start calling, you're able to cause some problems. So you want to shut up, let him come in, or let him get behind some other cover before you say or do anything. Number two, if, if a gobbler is with other turkeys and you're trying to pull him out of those turkeys, subtlety is not going to work most of the time. Now, subtlety may work in the long run, in the long run, right? A couple hours later, he may come back alone if you're still there. But if you're not, if you got to go, if you have a limited amount of time, um, then you just got to do what you can do and try to pull that turkey or that whole flock of turkeys in. Number three, you can overcharge a gobbler. You can call too much and get him too fired up and then he's just going to strut because he knows that you're hot and you're ready and you're just going to come to him. So you can, you can over amp up a gobbler. And this is where just calling less is often better. You want him to come to you. So you want him to know there's a turkey there, but not one that's fired up enough to just come to him. However, if a turkey is already fired up, if he's already just losing it and going crazy and gobbling his head off, you may need to do a little more to get his attention. Right? He He's already hormone-driven, and a little yelp might not be enough. You might have to persuade him that you know you are the next hot thing and try to draw him towards you at to as opposed to anything else that might be around him or near him if he's already fired up like that and he's not coming in then you may need to amp up your calling to persuade him that it's worth coming and looking for you uh, and you got to think a little bit here you know a bird that is super fired up and gobbling his head off on the ground and he got that way by himself, you need to sort of cut through that hormone fog that he's in. All right? And you got you got to break through the noise. And you know, usually you're trying to not call too much cuz you don't want to get him into that fog to begin with. Because once he is, he could just walk in circles and strut for an hour and all of that and you don't want to get him into that position because now he, he's just He's just too amped up. He's got too much going on. But if you find him in that state or in that situation and you're not the one that caused it, you can try to break through the noise by doing some serious calling. Now, if that doesn't work, you may need to do some moving and repositioning and things like that. And I've covered that in other episodes. Don't have the time to go into it here, but check it out. But the bottom line, guys is that you have to call some. Less is usually more, but you need to think about what are turkeys doing and how do they react to things, right? These are just a handful of scenarios I've been able to give you today, but if you take these principles, you can apply them to many other scenarios that'll help you in other ways. So I hope this is helpful, guys. Please go to iTunes, leave a five-star review with a comment, not for my ego, but to help the show spread and reach more people. I really appreciate it. Check out the website. Check out the YouTube channel. Till next time, God bless you guys, and go get them in the woods.
wranglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.